Let us pray. As we come before You now, Lord God, open our hearts. May our hearts be good soil for Your Word. That it may take root in us and indeed lead us to new life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Friends, several years ago, I was with the family of a dear congregational member. A woman named Elaine Fallsgraf. I was with her during the last hours of her life. She was 96 years old at the time. And as is often the case, her family had gathered around her there at the retirement facility and stood around her as she quietly died, slipping away peacefully the end of an extraordinary and a full life. In the moments following her death, I remarked to the family that there was indeed a sacred quality, a a holy quality, if you will, to those final moments and hours of Elaine's life. You see, in the midst of those moments, prayers and stories were shared. Our emotions were peaked and our tears flowed. And there was no doubt in my mind that the Lord was there in our midst as we cared for one another as we said goodbye to Elaine. Well, as it so happened, a week later, I was with my own family. My mother-in-law Miriam, my son Noah, and my wife Heidi as she gave birth to our son Micah. And in the midst of those moments, prayers were shared. Emotions were peaked and tears flowed. And there was no doubt in my mind that the Lord was there in our midst as we cared for one another, as we said hello to Micah. Two events separated by a week. One birth and one death. The life cycle in full. A beginning and an end. Both with suffering, yet both with peace and celebration. Both holy moments in their own right because the Lord is Lord of them both. As Christian people, we gather together for this ancient celebration today. And you will be reminded of your death. Yet, also in that, brothers and sisters, you will be reminded of your birth. You will hear the words today, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return and you will be marked with an ashen cross. For this is the mark of the beginning of the Lenten season. A season of reorientation, if you will. Of realignment, of renewal, of reimagining. All of us doing so in our lives of faith. During these 40 days, you will be called to be intentional about your own reflection upon and the refocusing of your life around the teachings and the model of Jesus Christ. This is what 
Lent is about. It's also a time of repentance and remembering our sin and remembering that the wages of sin is death. And so Lent becomes a time when we are mindful of our finitude. For the reality is no matter where we're from, no matter how much money we have in our bank account, no matter who we vote for in November, no matter what car we drive, no matter where we live, no matter all of those things that seek to divide us and name us as different from the other, the reality is death is our great shared universal reality. It is a shared destiny for us all. Yet as the Christian faithful, during this Lenten season, we are, when we are reminded of our death, we are also reminded of our baptism, reminded of our birth into the Christian faith. For you remember, the ashen cross that will be marked upon your head today merely is, reminds you of that same cross that was marked on your head at baptism. Today, we are marked in remembrance of our death in recognition of that shared destiny. Yet, it recalls, does it not, being marked for life as water is poured and sin is forgiven. Before Elaine died, I prayed over her. And as I do with people, as I did with our dear Miss Edna just earlier Earlier last week, I made the sign of the cross on her head. After my son Michael was born, and later on, a couple weeks later when he was baptized, I made the mark of Christ on his head. And, and in doing so, it reminded me of the words of St. Paul in Romans 14 who said, none of us lives to himself and none of us dies to themselves. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or whether we die, we are, we are the Lord's. The Lenten season, oftentimes, is portrayed as merely a time of giving something up in remembrance of Jesus giving His life. And that's good, and that's fine, and I if you find that to be something that helps you connect with Him by all means. Yet, Lent is so much more than what we give up. Lent is a season to reorient our lives down a new path. It is an opportunity to realign, if you will, our words and our deeds toward the Spirit of Christ. It is a time to renew your own faith and love of God, indeed the love of your own very self, whom God has created as a beautiful gift to this world. It is a time to reimagine, perhaps, where God might be leading you into the future. Therefore, this season, this Lenten season, it is truly a gift. It is a gift to the faithful as you're marked by the sign and the promise of the cross. Martin Luther says it well. 
in this following prayer. He says, Dear God, I know that though I have done my best, I am still to blame. Yet I am comforted. For You have died for me. I am surely baptized in You and have heard the Word through which You have called me. I have heard the Word through which You have commanded me to believe. I have heard the Word which You have assured me of Your grace and life. And with these blessings, with these blessings, Lord God, I will gladly go ahead. Not anxious or hesitating in doubt or fear. For now, I live in the assurance of Your gracious decrees that everyone who believes in the Son of Man has eternal life. Yes, friends, we are dust. And to dust we shall return. This is our human destiny. Yet the destiny of our faith as symbolized in that same cross on your forehead given at baptism reminds us that while we are dust, we will be returned as dust to the, to the One who molded us from dust and still does in the first place. In Jesus' name, Amen. I invite you to stand as we sing together our Lenten hymn for today. I want Jesus to walk with me.